to start asking for that hike, that promotion, that position, that say at the table. It's for you guys to start doing that. It's for us to start doing that. Hi guys and welcome to the Unapologetically You podcast. I'm Priya Rana. I'm a multi-passionate and I'm obsessed with all things ambition, goals, inspiration and helping you gain a little more confidence every day and become a lot more unapologetically you. And every week I'm going to bring you a thought, a conversation or an interview that will help you navigate everyday confidence, freedom and happiness so that you can own your everyday and become the best version of yourself. So, think of this as a coffee day with your gal pal, mixed with live audit sessions where I give you an uplifting nudge and let you in on some amazing conversations and ideas. And then, we take on the world together. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi guys and welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, today... Uh, you can hear my raspy voice because because um, I've been sick and in bed for two days. So please bear with my voice. But honestly, is this raspy voice annoying or is it is it sexy? Like like Phoebe says in that episode of Friends. Hi, how are you? I don't know. Yeah, probably just annoying. So, <laughs> but anyhow, um, I'm so glad you're here. And uh, today. Uh, we are going to do slightly a uh, different format than normal. We are going to be talking about something that I am so passionate about, so, so, so incredibly happy and inspired by currently. And we're going to take that one event and we're going to dissect it into the valuable pieces uh, that we can extract out of it. Does that make sense? Because we're surrounded by so many success stories, failure stories, just stories in general, right? We listen to the story. We have an emotional reaction to it. And then we move on. But I think the, the best the best thing that we can do for ourselves is we can take that one event, that one story that we have, and we can extract the value out of it. We can actually enumerate it, list it, and kind of start applying that in our life. So kind of taking lessons from it. Just like we used to do in our childhood, right? With those Panchatantra stories which had a moral at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not going to be boring, I promise. And... Um, a lot of it may not make sense to you up until the very end, but there's value at the end, guys, I promise. So stick with me, listen to the story, and uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. So yeah, um, if you have been seeing any of my latest stories, they've been all about the investor dinner that happened for the company Light Pink at Laurie's place. And I say Laurie as if she's my friend, uh, but honestly, I'm just a huge fan and follower of the things that she does. It's all incredible. Uh, but you know what? That's how I feel. I feel like she's my friend because I listen to her all the time. I listen to her podcast all the time. She helps me and it's it's like she's my friend. So you know what? She is my friend. So yeah, Laurie had an investor dinner at her place for the company Light Pink that she's growing. So let me tell you, uh, about uh, this company she's growing this huge company uh, she's been growing it for about a year uh, it's 
this is this company called light pink with the handle at drink light pink you guys will love the content you should go check it out uh but yeah uh sh this company makes light rosé and non-alcoholic rosé for women uh and this this uh rosé that she that, that is there the cans have questions to connect the women who are having drinks together now uh, this is how uh, the company and the dream came into existence is uh, she was in the personal development space and she realized that she really wanted to connect with more women and she wanted to connect women to each other because uh, it's just a very powerful and incredible thing so she realized that majority of these women that she wanted to talk to, that she wanted to reach, they were not even there in these personal development conferences and all of these places. They were not in that place. They were looking for friendship. They were looking for connection. They were looking for growth and love in bars. They wanted to have drinks with their girlfriends and they were looking for connection there. So she wanted to reach them at that place. And that's and also she realized that there was a market gap in that place of uh, wanting to have light drinks, but there were not many options. And she would have to, you know, tell the waiter to, you know, mix this and this and then make this drink. Uh, she explained all of this and I heard this in one of her episodes, but uh, I honestly don't understand what that means because... Uh, because I just don't understand, but uh, you get the point. She, she, she found a gap in the market and she found something that she really wanted to do. And she found a way to uh, find an intersecting place for both of them. That's how this company came into existence. Now, uh, this company was a huge and it was what she calls a god-sized dream a god-sized dream which meant it was so huge she didn't believe she could actually get to it we all have those dreams right those dreams which we don't think we can even ever get to so for this company she she knew she didn't have the money she didn't have enough money she would have to raise money so she went to a lot of investor tables and saw that there were there were majority of men at the decision-making tables so she was going to all of these tables with a majority of men and she was going and telling them, oh, look, here's what women will love. And those men said they didn't understand the need. So I don't know if I'm using the word irony correctly, but what an irony. So she's talking to this table of men telling them, oh, here's what women need. And the men were telling them, oh, no, we don't think that's very necessary. And uh, she realized at this point of time that she wanted to do this for women and she had to do this, you know, with the help of women. And that's when she realized she wanted to bring in all female investors to raise money for her company. Right. And that dinner was a celebratory dinner, the investor dinner, where, uh, where she, you know, invited all of the investors in her company. And this was to celebrate the fact that they had all collectively raised two million dollars, two million dollars from 54 women and from the money of those women. It was not borrowed money. It was the money that those women had earned by themselves. So 54 women and two million dollars. How incredible is that? 
Now, the reason why I'm telling you all of this is for you to hear in my voice how incredibly passionate I am about this, about the mission, about the business, about supporting women, about investment and money conversations that really need to happen, about all of it. Everything in the story is just so inspiring to me. Uh, maybe it's not that way for you. Maybe it is. But I live for this shit. I've been, I've been following and studying these amazing women and all of these entrepreneurs really for two years. And I, I have understood that while people say that failure stories are so important because they tell you what not to do, and I completely agree, but I have understood that I am that kind of person who gets discouraged really, and this is probably just a flaw in me, I get discouraged if I listen to a lot of failure stories surrounding one particular thing. Like these people started this thing and it failed. I'm more of that person who wants to listen to stories where people failed and failed and failed and then succeeded. So they did this, this, this wrong and this is what worked. Because I think that's what gives us hope, right? And we all live, for, we all live for hope. We all do. So yeah, I, uh, I don't know. If you guys love this story, do let me know. Because I have so many of, uh, so many other of other stories to share um like this but yeah so this this was a story this is how it came into this is how the dream came into conception this is uh some of the things that that were phased in between and this is what they finally did this is how they finally raised that money uh right so that was kind of the background that was kind of the story and uh, from this success story, I think we have an emotional reaction, like I said, to stories. And then we uh, kind of forget about it. And then we move on with our lives. But we can get most value out of it if we take away things from the journeys and from the stories that we hear. So uh, here's what I've learned. And here's what I think uh, you guys can just probably take a notepad and pen and note these things down. Uh, for real application in life. So the point number one, it's all a numbers game. It's all a numbers game. It's as simple as that. Uh, we're all so afraid of trying something new, of, uh, you know, continuing with something if we don't get a response the first time, uh, because we're so afraid of rejection, we're so afraid of failure. But here's the thing, it's all a numbers game. All of these really popular, famous artists, they... How many paintings do you think they must have made before a few of, few of their paintings got this incredible fame? Picasso made... Uh, I keep forgetting the number, but I heard this story. He made, like, this certain amount of paintings for which he would have ma he would have had to make one or two paintings every single day for the time that he lived. Out of all of those paintings that he made... How many of them really got popular? That's the thing. It's a numbers game. You're gonna get you go, you're probably gonna have to get rejected so many times before getting a yes for the thing that you want. What matters is the number of asks. Because the, the more you ask, the more yeses you'll get, if that makes any sense. So yeah, that's the first takeaway. It's a numbers game. Lottie went to all of these investment tables of all of these uh, men and she found out she learned after those rejections that she wasn't talking to the right people she wasn't taking the right steps so 
it's a numbers game don't stop trying don't stop creating keep 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 working you'll see what works and you'll see what doesn't so it's a numbers game the point number two don't and this this kind of this came as a light bulb moment to me and i have shared this with uh so many of my friends and a lot of my relatives as well and um you know this came as a light bulb moment to them as well and i hope this is one for you as well don't spend your time trying to convince not your people to be your people so i'd heard someone say this once that women and i think it's not limited to women but we spend a lot of time trying to convince not our people to be our people we try to spend our time trying to convince those people who will never understand to understand we keep justifying ourselves and i had this habit of justifying every single thing that i did because i thought everybody deserved an explanation but they kind of don't if they're not your people they're never going to be your people so don't spend time trying to convince not your people to be your people and lori understood this because she got rejected so many times by all of these men and she realized that the product that she was making was not for men they were never going to understand the need they were not going to understand why women would love this and it wasn't really up to them to really you know uh, to really say if women would like it or if women would need it right so they were not her people so she then started to stop trying to convince not her people to be her people she went to her people she went to these women who actually understood the mission the purpose and everything behind the company and she finally got there she got what she wanted so and this applies to so many areas of our lives don't spend your time trying to convince not your people to be your people seriously the point number 3 support each other invest in each other cuz that's how you grow there's a saying in hindi uh, they say this aurat hi aurat ki sabse badi dushman hoti hai which means a woman is another woman's biggest enemy and in so many situations in life that's true cuz you expect a woman to understand how another woman feels but it usually happens the other way around it's usually the woman who says oh i've suffered through this you do this as well you suffer through this as well or uh, a lot of the times a lot of people believe that if they call another woman beautiful if they uh, if they compliment someone else they become less beautiful or less worthy of that compliment and that is just not true we humans have this psychology of uh, pulling people down and uh, making other making other people feel inferior or Uh, you know telling ourselves that other people are inferior in order to feel superior but that is honestly not needed and that is not how you grow that is not how anyone grows and there has uh, and i love the fact that there is this culture which is really starting of collaboration over competition and i think that is so incredibly important and necessary right there's there's a wave of women supporting women and i don't think it should be gender limited it should just be people supporting people but yeah women supporting women as well so all of it support each other we're all in this together support in each uh, you know in each uh, support each other invest in each other that's how you grow so that is the 
third takeaway. The fourth takeaway is there absolutely need to be more women at the decision making tables. There do. And I'm not saying this just out of nowhere, uh, you know, knowing nothing about uh, the industry in general, the industries in general. I'm saying this because, um, well, point number one, I have I have heard Laurie's journey in her, her episodes where she talks about this. Um, okay, fine, that's a he said, she said situation. I also have uh, friends who are raising money for their startups and I have actually specifically asked them this question. I have asked them that when they went to these venture capitalist uh, decision-making tables pitching their deal. How many women did they actually see there? Now, there's a quota of women. Don't get me wrong. There's a women-female reservation and there's a quota. But at the decision-making table, there are not enough women. So, there are men making decisions even for the products that... that, uh, I think, I want to say apply to women or that are for women. And I've talked to uh, my uh, one of my aunt who works at this uh, really big hotshot advertising firm. I have talked to another one of my aunt who works at a photography firm. Uh, especially with the advertisement and marketing side of it. Uh, she actually talked about this incident where... They were trying to, you know, learn how marketing for women would work. So a certain product for women and how it should be marketed and there, there, then there were men at the table who were saying oh no this is not what women want this is what women want thankfully in that particular incident there was one woman at that decision making table who took a stand and who said this is not what we want this is what we want to see this is what we want to hear and this is what you guys need to hear they took the campaign, they listened to that woman, they did that particular campaign the way that women really want to hear, and that campaign was a huge success. So you get what I'm trying to say, right? There need to be more women at decision-making tables. So, that. And the fifth takeaway, and the fourth takeaway was not in general, it was not an in-principle thing. It's for you guys to encourage each other and to encourage people that you know to start asking for that hike, that promotion, that position, that say at the table. It's for you guys to start doing that. It's for us to start doing that. That's why that fourth takeaway was. And the fifth one, there's so much shame around talking about investment and money in general. More so for women, but in general, right? There's so much shame around talking about investment and money. We don't... Oh, that's personal. You never talk about that to anyone except your family. There are so so much stigma surrounding it. Honestly, let's just make these conversations normal. Let's make the conversations of investment, of money, all of these normal. So, yeah. That's all of the things that are there that we can take away there are actually so many more but I kind of also wanted to keep this episode short I don't even know if I've been successful in doing that because I didn't want you guys to get very annoyed with this voice but yeah so this was like a very short idea but I guess what I wanted to do was give you these points of value and also uh, show you guys how, how, how we can take 
one story or one event we can dissect it into pieces of value we can just note it down write it down and we can start applying that to our lives and that's just how we can grow so yeah it's a numbers game point number 1 point number 2 don't spend your time trying to convince not your people to be your people point number 3 support each other invest in each other cuz that's how you grow Point number four: There need to be more women at decision-making tables. Point number five: The shame around talking about investment and money needs to go. Let's make these conversations normal. So yeah, um, I hope you guys like this episode. Uh, this is kind of a that English. Uh, subject comprehension exercises kind of a thing with a story and what we learned at the end. Uh, I hope it made sense to you. I hope you guys had one aha moment, which I kind of really expect, especially with the not your people, uh, to be your people convincing point. But yeah, so yeah, if you like this, please, uh, definitely put it up on your stories, share it, tag me, tag the podcast, all of the things. I am so incredibly great, great, great. grateful for all of you and yeah i'll see you next week i love you guys oh yes and until next time stay unapologetically you thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today for more information show notes and relevant links head over to the website if you can think of anyone who would love this episode please share it with them do let us know what you loved and what you would like to hear more of In fact, share your key takeaways on social media because this will help us engage with you guys better and will help us reach more people. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so that you are the first to hear when a new episode comes out. And if you haven't yet, please leave a review because it would mean the world to us. And I will see you back here again for our next coffee date. So until next time, stay on the podcast with you.